episode 246, kicking it off with PD. I'm AJ Bianco from Podcast PD, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows in the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey y'all, I'm back. It seems like forever ago that I've been able to talk to you because we have had an amazing summer series going on. I hope you've enjoyed binging and hearing from other elite educators and every summer I've done that. Well, I can't say every summer, but for the last few summers. So make sure you go back and and catch all those great folks. There's going to be even more interviews to come throughout the year. I'm just not going to do them back to back. So you're stuck with me for a little while, which I don't mind. I feel like, of course, I've been learning some lessons while we've been apart, and I'm excited to dive in and share them with you. We've also kicked off our Teacher Leader Mastermind. So the fall cohort has started. I've got 11 wonderful teacher leaders who um, facilitate and coach and mentor and lead their team of teachers, and I'm excited to help them achieve their goals while also giving them a safe place to vent and get support and encouragement and swap ideas and strategies and all the things. So if you're like... I really wish I could have done this prior. I wasn't quite ready or I'm not in the place in my role yet. Have no fear because I will start another cohort. The spring cohort will be launching in December. So during that um, holiday break when you have some time away from school, make sure you stay connected with me and mention that you would like to be part of that. And that will kick off when school starts back in January. Let's see what else has been going on. Well, it's back to school season. Both of my older children are in school. And so that feels great to get back into routine and get them off and going and to watch school from their eyes. And I love going to back to school nights because I get to be the parent on this side of things. And it's just so magical. But I also know the stress that goes on to make that event happen and what's going through the minds of the teachers as they're like, okay, let me just quick get through this. And I've got to get back, finish my room and make all these copies and attend PD and do all these other things. And so it's funny to be able to say, I truly feel your pain. I know exactly what's on your mind. I am not going to ask a gazillion questions and keep us here forever. I'm just really here to be a mom and support my kid and support you in whatever way that I can. And so it's just been really fun to be on both sides of the coin, as I'm sure many of you out there are educators and parents as well. 
And the other thing that I've been up to is Clubhouse. Every Sunday, I run a chat on the Clubhouse app. It's just audio like this, a podcast. If you like this, you're going to like um, getting on Clubhouse. There's tons of other different topics. It's not education. There are music and business and oh my gosh, all the things. And I love obviously following the education rooms. And so I've hosted, it's called the Instructional Coaching Club. And you can follow that club. That way you're notified every time we have a room that goes live and you can just pop in and listen while you're working out, walking the dog, cleaning the house, on your commute to and from work. And you can just listen in or you can type in a question or a comment and someone can read that aloud for folks who can't see it. And you can even participate and get on the microphone if you wish and have a conversation and share your knowledge. And it's been a lot of fun. I found out about this a few months ago and really been diving in and learning because as much as I give, I also want to receive. I want to get better. And this is the tool in which I do it. It's free PD. So speaking of PD, me being able to coach teachers through the mastermind and develop these talks on Clubhouse and provide you with the summer series, getting you geared up while you listen to other elite educators, all of that is professional development to make sure you continue to hone your craft. And so today's topic I thought was so relevant because right now PD is on everyone's mind. And I know teachers are thinking, I don't want to go to any more PD. I just want to get in my classroom. But I also know administrators and coaches are like, I have to give you the PD on such and such topic. But they also want to do it in a way that's relevant and engaging and mimics great teaching strategies. So I understand both sides of the coin. And so I'm just going to share with you a discussion that Erica and I, and if you don't know who Erica Harrell is, she is a fantastic, she's, I call her the queen of PD. If you ever need to plan PD, you need to just follow her on social media. I will put her Instagram handle in the show notes. But she is someone who will teach you how to teach better and especially teach adults and do it in a way that's um, engaging, relevant, and impactful. And so we decided we were going to do a quick clubhouse chat for like an hour and people could come on and ask questions and share their thoughts. But we really only had three guiding questions and we talked about it for an hour because she and I had so much to cover. And so I thought it would be interesting if I shared some of our takeaways with you today. And then maybe that'll encourage you to pop on over there and share your thoughts. We always have a leadership topic, but this happened to be PD. So feel free to look at the schedule chats and decide which one you want to tune in or just follow it for a while. But first, Erica was talking about setting the tone with PD and a lot can be done when we are trying to share the whole point of coming together and what were what's the common movement for the year? What are our norms when we come together? What is the common goal that we're all moving towards in I don't know that we all do that enough. We kind of just get down to business. I know for me, especially being type A, it's like, let me just hurry up and get through the checklist and then we can relax and have fun. And um, I don't want to do some of that front loading where it's just setting the intention behind the we that's involved and getting a school to come together and really help kids. As much as we think it's about our individual classrooms or rosters or if you only work with specific types of teachers, it's so much more than that because our impact is bigger than that. And so starting your PD off knowing that you set the tone. And then we talked about teacher input. And as much as sometimes we want to think we ask them what they need and want, we don't. We are hearing from 
the district or the state what we have to cover or we have agreed to a specific curriculum so we know we have to do training on that and we feel like our hands are tied sometimes with the creative element of at least the content and so we feel like well I can't ask teachers because there's nothing I can really do about it but even if you can't control the content you can ask them about how they would like to receive the content what's the mode in which you're going to learn. Can you use flipped PD? And can you do direct instruction on their own time, like listening to a podcast? You just record your audio, save it as MP3, send it out there listening, or you do a quick video, put it on YouTube, and they can watch. And then when you guys come together, they're actually practicing and planning and applying it, like all that important stuff. But I was thinking... With teacher input, we need to kind of put a committee together. And sometimes we feel like we have to do everything on our own. It has to be our own brilliant idea and we have to handle it ourselves. But sometimes empowering other people and delegating specific aspects of a task really bring that commonality together. And we were talking before about setting the tone. If it's really a we movement, then everyone should have a piece to the puzzle. And so if we had teacher leaders that came together and and shared what the teachers are wanting for whoever they represent, a a grade level or a subject area, or maybe there's just a PD committee that comes together and they hash out what they know they have to cover, when we can put it on the calendar, what other areas are of interest that they would like to see, what are different ways we can make it engaging and relevant and exciting. Uh, So I think by having a team of people coming together around this really increases input and buy-in, takes your idea to another level. And you are still the owner and the operator and the leader of the movement, but you're allowing them to have a voice and choice. And as we know, that goes a long way. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. And then our third guiding question was about what are we going to do now to make sure we have ongoing quality PD? If you've heard anything I've said lately or read anything on the blog, I'm all about ongoing support. And that's where I feel like we're not doing enough justice because we do this stop and, and do this quick PD and we think, okay, we've checked the box, we've done it. And We can move on and that's just not how it's going to work. You know, just because you've heard something one time or attended a workshop on it doesn't mean you're an expert. You need that ongoing support model to here's a little bit, let's go practice. Here's a little bit more, let's go practice. And everything kind of gains momentum and works upon each other as a foundation. And that's where you start to really see an expertise come alive is when you can refine it little by little and So in terms of what we're going to do now to create ongoing quality PD, we were kind of thinking of the things that we can prepare. So whether you're in summer or you're just starting, I think this is all relevant. And we talked about a lot of other things like providing teachers PD written and then spoken. I mentioned that giving them some pre-work then something to do during PD and then something follow-up post-work for them to do to just have that ongoing feel. We talked a little bit about differentiation and ensuring everyone had a personalized feel that it really met their own unique needs and their kids' unique needs. 
I even was saying, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be cool if everyone had my PD goal is on the outside of their room or maybe near their teacher desk. And so anyone that came in to do a learning walk or a quick observation knew what that teacher was working on, what the teacher wanted to get better on, unrelated to their evaluation or what the principal thinks of them or anything. This is what they wanted to get better at. And when you can leave them a glow and a grow based on their own goal, like wow, that teacher is able to say, I have grown in this area. Thank you so much for noticing. I've been working really hard. I guess I need to swap out that goal. And then that's great evidence for the evaluation when they say, hey, how are you being a reflective practitioner? It's like, bam, here you go. I've set goals and people have come see me. And so anyway, I got really excited during our clubhouse chat talking about what that would look like. And I I even apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry if this is a corny idea, but (laughs) this kind of stuff makes me super excited. Um, But anyway, as we were sharing all these different ideas, I was like, okay, I think I can give us a synopsis, give us five takeaways from five takeaways from our chat today. And I think if anyone is to follow these next steps, you're really going to be off to the races in terms of providing quality PD. So first, big picture. I want you to sit down with your administrative team and decide, get out a calendar, get a checklist of whatever, whoever the gods that be tell you you have to cover, plug those in first, and then say, okay, how many days per month does that leave us to do what we want to do, what our school desires to do, and what our teachers are telling us they want to do, and lay it all out and talk about big picture, where are we going, and when we talk about objectives in a lesson, the same should be for a PD session. When teachers walk in, they should know what am I coming out of here being able to do, to know or to do. And it, when we write an objective for our professional development, that helps us know, are we aligned to whatever we said our big goal was for the year? And if we're not, then we knew this just isn't the right time. We have to put it to the side and do this later. Or, hey, maybe it's just a quick email. (laughs) So really get aligned on big picture. Step two, decide your session agenda, your format, the components, however you want to run PD as you've been researching effective ways to do it. And if you connect with Erica, she'll spill the tea for you. So make sure you take lots of notes there. But get some sort of format for how you're going to design PD so that you're not starting from scratch. It's always going to have the same flow, although the activities might change, the topics may change. At least you know, what is it? How do I want to deliver it? What are the pieces? Just like a lesson plan that I can just plug and play each time. And then third, those committees. I think it's really important for you to get a bunch of people together. I mentioned either having the the leaders of your team, grade level teams or subject areas, or just creating a PD committee, having a group of people to really be the voice and talk about what we want to cover and how we want to cover it. That is where the relationships come together and everyone is truly moving in unison towards the same goal. So you have that big picture, you know where you're going, you have that agenda of, of what this is this is going to look like when you come together. You've got your people behind you who are helping you set this up. Fourth, you need to decide what are the teacher requirements. So after a PD session is over, what are what's the norm? What are you going to ask teachers to always go and do? And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I always ask you 
to go and do something. I give you some next steps so that you actually apply what you're learning. You're not coming here to listen to a great story or to get some good tips. You're leaving here empowered to go and apply what you're learning. And so that's what you want to make sure you do for your teachers. But you've got to be clear on what the requirements are. Is there going to be pre-work before they come in? Do they need to bring a lesson plan so they can tweak it right there in PD? Do they need to have read something, watch something, listen to something? Um, What is it that you're requiring them to do, know or be able to do before they come? And what do you want them to be able to do during the PD? Do you want them active? Do you want them not with their friends, their same grade level, their same subject area? Do you want them uh, up on their feet? Do you want them loud and boisterous? Do you want them quiet? Do you want them hands-on with materials and building? You've got to set the norms. What are the requirements of teachers? And they have to be willing to say, I can agree to that. And then post requirements like, hey, I expect that when you leave this room, since I gave you plenty of time to plan during this PD session, gave you plenty of time to practice the skills that we are asking you to do in your classroom, we've allowed time for some self-reflection of how it's going and how it will go, that you're going to be able tomorrow to put this into practice. I don't expect it to be perfect. But I do expect to see you working on it and to see evidence of it. And here's examples of things that will show me you're working on it. And they have to know what it is that's expected of them so they can actually go and do it and meet your expectations. And then lastly, we talked a lot about this in this clubhouse chat about data collection. Like, How do you make sure it's qualitative, quantitative? How do you make sure you're writing down the right things and just get a teacher roster just like you do for students? And put across the top all the teacher behaviors you're looking for when you walk in that classroom and it's based on your PD session. So if you gave a session on guided reading and you go into a classroom and you better have the components of guided reading happening and then you're just checking off that you saw what components and it was 80% of the teacher's classrooms I went in were doing three out of the five components. It didn't say how well they were doing it, but you're just collecting to see how people are implementing what they're learning, and then maybe you go in with a different lens, and it's about math manip- oh, excuse me, math manipulatives, or maybe it's going to be about higher order thinking, or science of reading is huge now. So it all really depends on what your current PD standards are. So decide ahead of time before you even deliver deliver the PD. What is the requirements of teachers? How are you going to collect data? And that's why I think you really need that committee because they are going to help you develop all these things. You don't have to do it on your own. You know the big picture and where it's going. You've thought through maybe what a session could look like in terms of its format. You've got your committee of people. And so you just hash out what are the requirements of teachers pre, during, and post And then how are we going to collect data as evidence that they're applying what they're learning and it's actually working because it's not a catch-up, you didn't apply it, you're not implementing it. It's did this PD work to improve teacher proficiency and student achievement? And if it didn't do those two things, we need to think to ourselves, was it us in the way we delivered it? Is the topic just not really aligned? Do we need to go back and rethink this? It didn't work. Teachers are trying. We have the evidence that they are trying and it's not landing. So there's some issue there. So data collection is really important. So as you go away today and you're planning your PD, think about that. Number one, big picture. Two, your session agenda. Three, a committee. Four, teacher requirements. And five, data collection. And again, please join us on Clubhouse, y'all. This is free PD. 
And you get to meet tons of great educators nationwide. And I just want to give a shout out to Erica, if you're listening. Thank you for commodding this chat with me and sharing your brilliance. I hope you all connect with her on Instagram. And I will be back soon with an amazing, empowering topic you will love. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on Kicking It Off with PD. Now go ahead and be great because you've just been empowered.